So welcome to the Trout World Podcast, where investing matters. We believe in investing. Today I'll be your co-host. My name is Jay Morrison, and alongside me is our lead host, Gene Natale, the CEO of Troutwood. Gene, tell us, what is investing? Jay, we got to take a step back. You and Maggie and I need to talk. <laughs> we titled a podcast targeted at non-investors, and we titled it Investing Matters and it hit me way too late. How are we gonna get non-investors to listen? I'm gonna to try to explain investing without using a single finance term. Investing, when speaking to our target audience of younger people, investing is a long-term relationship. That's a key point that we've gotta communicate and that we've gotta get across. How can we get people to, to relate, you know? when it's not something they're used to or f they're familiar with? That's the biggest challenge. The honest answer to that question, Jay, is that the answer will be different for all of us. What's your favorite hobby? Fa what's your passion, your favorite hobby, the thing that you just, when you wake up, you gotta read the news on? Uh, I like learning about investing. I like business. You gotta pick a better hobby. All right, What's sports. like your sports? Sports. Right. sports. I can watch sports all day. ESPN, the whole night. What's your favorite thing to watch on ESPN? Undisputed. It's, uh, Why do you like it? Because they talk about the major uh, sports news that's going on, the latest uh, games, the latest news. That's that's why I like it. You know, it's entertaining, and it's just like my my element, one of my elements. You know, all it's right. competitive. So what if my hobby? and passion is the exact opposite of sports. I don't even know what that would be. But I like something other than sports and you're not reading about it because you don't share my interest. You don't share my passion for Gene's hobby that's not sports. How do I get you excited about it? Maybe it's like planting flowers on the weekend. How do I get you interested? I guess you- I can tell by your face, that's gonna be hard. You, you gotta introduce <laughs> me to your world, I don't know. Because I, I don't know. You know, as far as I'm concerned, Jay, sport, it sports is, is where it's, it's at. It's fun to plant flowers on the weekend. You, you got to convince me. <laughs> you got to convince me. That's the challenge with this title. Investing matters. We believe investing matters. We believe everyone should invest. But you're watching ESPN. I'm planting flowers, and we got to get people excited. <laughs> that's a funny picture. <laughs> uh, that's our challenge. I'll share my personal motivator. When I was younger, I had a dream a lot of times of having, imagine, imagine this setting, log cabin in the woods, snowfall, maybe a pine tree beside. But what a dream. I could read, I could write, I could relax, I could bring my family. It was my dream. At the time, it wasn't achievable. But every nickel I saved was a piece of that dream. Mm. And it motivated me, it inspired me to pursue that. I think for all of us to realize the value of investing, what investing can do from a standpoint of either achieving personal goals, life goals, societal goals, is first, tying back to our, our first episode on goals, setting that goal and chasing it. For all of us, it's a different answer. Um, the risk of people not investing, and maybe they, they, you, lead, you come, you're excited, you want to invest, you get turned off, it's one of the topics that you maybe never revisit. And when you say investing in yourself, and the first things that cross my mind is educating yourself and just being able to 
bet on yourself, place a bet on yourself and take some sort of risk. How much risk is actually like in investing? That's a great question. I wanna, the question is investing in risk. I, education is an equalizer, but there's so many different ways to achieve education. It's worth just stepping back because educating in ourself, it can be you know free education via videos online. It can be trade school, it can be college, it can be grad school, it can be professional certifications. Education is an equalizer. I just wanna make sure when we say that, people don't just gravitate to you know, college, right. grad school, others. So education is a big bubble. Because even outside of these institutions who educate us, we still self-educate. We're always learning and growing, you know? Absolutely. Like when you become a parent, and you're a first, say if you were a first-time parent, you become a parent, you've never, you never knew how to parent before, and you're just learning, you gotta self-educate. Oh. You learn from others around you. So like you said, you just invest in yourself and you just always keep learning and growing. I can speak from experience on the parent one there. Yeah, there's no book. Um, investing in risk. When you are young and your greatest you know, asset, the thing that you own is you and your mental capacity and your future work ethic, that's the time in your life to take risk from an investment standpoint. You've got your career ahead of you. Your greatest earnings potential is that career. Um, I think you want to make a very long-term investment in something like the stock market. We talk a lot about the S&P 500. We're going to continue to do a great deal of education on the S&P 500. Um, I don't want to tiptoe into that right now because right. I feel like we could lose people with a word like that. So if anyone listening is interested, just Google S&P 500. But you are correct. Different investments have different risks, and it is important to understand that. I think another question I wanted to raise was... How do people get start investing? How do they get started? Can, and also, can anyone invest? Like, does it matter what age you are or who you are or where you come from? Can anyone invest? Uh, yes, anyone can invest from zero to a hundred in theory. Um, it would buy. It would be naive if we did not acknowledge that there is a percentage of the US population, and we've learned this, we've researched this, we're gonna take this fight, that can't invest right now because of various government support, subsidies, et cetera. That's probably worth a separate conversation. I think we can dive into that um, because it's not fair if everyone can't invest because of the zip code they live in or, right. or circumstance. I wanna, we're gonna dive hard into that. Uh, We've got a giant white paper we've been working on, and I know you've got some great thoughts on that topic. For the 77% of the people in America right now that can invest, it's easier today than it was many years ago. I, I teach at Pitt, and each semester about half of my students open investment accounts, but most come back to me and say, Gene, this is just too complicated. I tried, I called company XYZ, I tried to invest, I didn't understand the questions they asked me, I got turned off. I was just, before this, before we started filming, I was just at a school, one of our local high schools talking, and it was really kind of a neat experience. Students were in the classroom, and I asked, well, why would you invest? Not a single one said for a big house or a fancy car. One of them said, I think it'd be really great to be able to help homeless have food. Oh, wow. From high school this student. was a 16 year old student saying that's why i would like to make more money and I, and I think i'm so i love that generation i see the same thing with my students at Pitt. these are students with student loan debt these are students who don't even have jobs yet 
but they're giving time and money to charity. I think that's a really cool component because when we invest, if $1 becomes $2, becomes $4, becomes $8, and we can transfer the ownership of that excitement to minds like that 16-year-old. Mm. Another really cool thing that happened in this classroom, the teacher who, who had kind of put the talk together, you know, whispered out in the hallway and another teacher came in. And then another teacher came in. And then that teacher whispered. Then both principals came in the classroom. And then the teachers and the principals started asking questions. I, I think we sometimes look at this conversation, maybe it's because we think we are on an island or our situation is different from anyone else's. The truth, at least what I've learned and observed, is there's a lot more similarities and differences. And if we open the door for conversation, really good things can happen. A lot of potential for great things to happen. For great things to happen. Jay, what if because we're talking right now, what if that 16-year-old does invest? What if that 16-year-old realizes and, and trusts you and I, but also trusts that it's a long-term relationship and sticks oh, with it? That makes me want to lead into my next question. Okay, how important is investing in, how impactful is it on not only yourself, investing for yourself, but also others around you and in the community and just the economy itself? So s statistically speaking, we have choices with our, the money we make, our salary. Um, I used to be a lifeguard back in high school and I could buy an ice cream cone on the weekend or go play mini golf, right? That's yeah. a choice I made with the money that I made, the income that I, I had. I also had a choice to put a little bit of that away. Let's say I, I didn't listen to this podcast or I didn't know that savings was an option. And I spent my whole paycheck on ice cream and mini golf every weekend. Oh, man. For four years, I'd have had zero dollars. I would have had zero dollars to invest, but I would have had a lot of ice cream and a lot of mini golf. I'd probably be really good at mini golf. Um, a small tangent, not to brag, but my wife has never beat me in mini golf. Oh, she wow. came close once this summer. You got to uh, let her win sometimes. Come on now. Uh, she's going to probably hear you say that. Uh, <laughs> put a little pressure on me. Um, our hope is that people realize, and, and I would challenge everyone listening to think the things that you spent money on, maybe last summer or the summer before, then now you say, why did I spend money on that? Because what if, what if they would have taken that couple bucks and invested? And that's one of the big things changing right now is you can invest a couple bucks. Mm. You know, years ago, actually not too many years ago, very recent history, it took a lot of money to be able to invest. Most of us didn't have a lot of money to be able to invest. So we, our hands were tied. We couldn't invest. Why have a conversation that we couldn't have? Why learn about something? Jay, if you had zero dollars and no potential to have more, you had your paycheck and you knew where it was going, would you be at all interested in investing? Would you even think about it? No. Because I had no prior knowledge. I didn't know I, need to, I needed to know this information. I, so, no, I wouldn't invest. What if I hit you with a challenge question? I said, Jay, hey, look, I get, you, I get that. But what if we said, hey, here's an extra 10 bucks, but you only get it each week if you promise to invest it. So 10 bucks, you only get it if you promise to invest it. Okay, since I'm getting a little bit of incentive and you're telling me to invest, and I'm in the know, okay, I'd invest. You're interested now. Right, I'm interested. Because it's a real, now it's real, you can do it. Now, would you just trust me or would you go maybe Google it or do some homework? No, I wouldn't trust you right away. I'd, you shouldn't trust I, me right away. Google, I'll be talking to Google. <laughs> and you would learn. 
And as you learn, what do you think would happen? Do you think, like anything, when we gain confidence, when we gain understanding, do we get, well, two things can happen. We, we could get nervous, right? But the opposite of nervous, we could get excited. What do you think your emotion would be? I think I would get excited once I recognize the potential of my investment and I could, and I start having some understanding and can see where it could lead or where it can go for not only myself and my future, but like how it'll impact or affect my family, my friends, my community. Those are the things that are drivers for myself. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other people because just that story you told about that 16 year old high school student who, you know, wasn't thinking about investing in himself or a new home or car. He thought about helping homeless people. Like that's, that's impactful. You yep. Know? I, I would, speculate and some some based on experience i think that that young man is not unique i think there are a lot of young minds that think that same way and if we can help show them help educate on the way to turn that one dollar sign into two because here's the reality to your question what if i take that one dollar and just you know put in a box under my bed what's it going to be a year from now one dollar actually it might be less it might be because of inflation, but we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> but the most it will be is a dollar. Right. But what if I took that dollar and did invest it? The possibility of that dollar becoming more is real. And to circle back, what if that dollar does become $2 and now you have both of those dollars working for you? So you're saying I could double my dollar. By investing. By investing. And have more than one dollar working for you. That's how it works. Now we're using a, we're using easy math. Um, you know, a really an interesting way to think of investing because there's two ways. There, if I just put one dollar under under my bed and you do the same, Jay, and we come together for coffee a year from now, we can't even afford a cup of coffee. We both have one dollar. Right. But what if, what if so I, I was asking these high school students, I said, what, what, what kind of salaries are you making in, their, in your jobs? And let's say maybe eight to $10 was the average. Let's say for easy math that you and I are making $10 an hour, Jay, and we're working an eight hour day. And I were to say, hey, Jay, you're working eight hours a day, $10 an hour. That means you're gonna make $80 every day. Will you put $1 under your mattress and do whatever you want with the other 79? Is that a good deal? Is that a good trade? Or would you want all 80? I'd want all 80. All right, so I got to convince you to put one under the bed and then just take the 79. Because what if we put one under our bed every day that we're working? Instead of one, at the end of the week, we've now got five. At the end of next week, we've got 10. At the end of the month, we've got $20. And now when we invest that $20, unlike the example where we're just doing easy math with one becoming two becoming four, you're investing 20 bucks. We've got some calculators and don't answer the question, but <laughs> 20 bucks for our 16 year old, is that a lot of money a lot of years from now? Okay, then that becomes something. Becomes more and more. More and what more though, over time. What if they do that $20 for ice cream and mini golf? Oh. <laughs> Every weekend. Okay, then that's like a budget. That's like setting a budget for your ice cream and mini golf. Yep. So how do we get the balance? That's my last challenge question for you. How do we get the balance where people realize 
And maybe it's that first 20 minutes of work. Hey, my first 20 minutes every day, I'm gonna not just put it on my mattress, I'm gonna invest it. But then I know that the other bulk of my day, the bulk of what I'm doing for work, that I can do whatever I want with, savings first. What do we need to do to inspire people to know that investing matters and take that step, Jay? So they don't do maybe what you and I did with ice cream and mini golf. I th to get non-investors to understand like the power of investing without getting complex and getting into the numbers, I think it will be like very beneficial to show like visual examples or some sort of calculator that estimates, okay, you could have X amount of dollars if you invest this amount of money per month or per day. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and the person's actually seeing that and not just not someone just telling them, hey, put your money in this savings. Because most people don't know what a savings account is. Well, I don't want to say most people, but there's a lot of people who don't know what a savings account is. And they don't know the difference between a savings account and an investment account. Savings account, you don't really make that much nowadays on your money that's sitting in the account. You're pretty much making the same amount if you were to leave your money under a mattress. Yep. Whereas if you put your money in an investment account, this is investing, you put your money in an investment account, now it's based off the stock market and companies you invest in, in essence, that you have ownership of. You have the chance of increasing your wealth, doubling your dollar, as Gene had said earlier in the podcast. We're gonna dive deeper into that, both, both in future episodes, but also in some of our education material. Because a second observation, as I shared that, you know, one teacher grabbed a second teacher, and then that teacher grabbed a teacher. The teachers weren't coming into that classroom today to watch their students learn. They were coming in to learn themselves. Mm. So we just bridged a gap. Everyone can invest. That's how we kind of started. Everyone can invest. We've got some fights we acknowledge that we're going to try to take on. Teachers came in to learn. The principals came in to learn. They were interrupting students and asking questions. One of the great dynamics was one of the other younger students, 15, 16 years old, said, hey, look, I just, I don't believe this. I don't think it's possible. And one of the teachers interrupted and said, hey, Gene, will you change the number in that calculator to the teacher's age? The students all watched what happened. To your point, give me calculators, show me what's possible. The teacher said, put her age in. We did that. And the dollar amount that was possible did this. The teacher looked at the student and said, it's possible. Mm. Start now. That's powerful. Very powerful. The, the problem is we need to catch people when they're younger, not when they're old enough to realize it works exactly like you and I have slightly touched on, but we're going to talk about more. But as years go by, it becomes harder. This, um, I know we're knocking up against the window of our time here. I hope we tiptoed in. I hope we got it. Our goal, the goal of this episode, and put expectations on us for, for continuous conversation, that this conversation at Troutwood can be the spark that lights the fire in people's mind of what's possible, how investing can be good, and just multiplying what any one of us is capable of doing in this world. Jay, this was fun. Well said. Episode well said. two. Episode two.